Today is the second Sunday of Lent, and we pray, contemplate, reflect upon the transfiguration of our Lord, and how that touches our lives, especially in this time of Lent, and how it becomes also meaningful into our spiritual lives. This is a trans transient of mountaintop experience that leads each one of us to perpetual life of heavenly Jerusalem, from temporary to an everlasting life, to what is finite, to the infinite life of eternal. Now, the disciples experienced something that is very extraordinary that unfolded in front of their eyes. They saw two prominent figures of the Old Testament, Moses and Elijah. Moses represents the, the law, and Elijah represents the prophets, messengers of our Lord who brought the word of the Lord and shared with uh, the people of God. And we see Jesus there standing with them. Jesus, the Messiah. The Messiah who was anointed and also to manifest the fulfillment that has been promised by the Old Testament. In the, uh, in the Gospel, Jesus himself tells us, Matthew chapter 5, I haven't come to destroy the law or the prophets. I have come to fulfill them. So he, it was unfolded just in front of the eyes of the two disciples that the fulfillment came to an end. That means Jesus, the Son of God, you know, the, in the, the divine voice saying, this is my son, listen to him. So the law and the prophets were fulfilled with the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Now, there is a big message here from the gospel that we have heard. The message was, listen to him. And then the one who responded was, is, a man called Abraham. His name was at the beginning Abraham. And now when he received his vocation, he became Abraham. And God asked him to leave the place where he was living. He was living in the northern Syria or Turkey, modern days. That was quite prosperous commercial area. And to the place where it was primitive and developed. And he doesn't have any clue. He just accepted the word of the Lord and he uh, made his journey with his wife to, this, to the place where today is Jerusalem. Now the, the meaning here for each one of us, what we need to understand is his you know, the, uh, 
the listening and the action he took. He listened and then he also acted. This also reminds us the example of so many virtuous and righteous people in the Old Testament, also in the New Testament. Someone who really touches always my heart is this man, the centurion. He heard, you know, he, he, did, not, he did not come face to face with Jesus. But from wherever he was, he listened. He knew Jesus was a savior. He knew Jesus can do, the son of God, who can do everything. And when he asked to heal his son, his servant, and Jesus agreed to come to his house, he said, no, just say a word and my servant shall be healed. Say a word. And that was, you know, that really truly came from his heart. He humbled himself and he trusted Jesus because of his word. And also, look at the, the response of our blessed mother. Let it be done to me according to thy word. And now here is the word which is very, very powerful. And also, the disciples, especially the response of Peter. You know, one day, Jesus was with a large crowd and then the, his disciples next to him, he was talking about his body and blood. Said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood. And this was shocking for the people who were standing around him because they said, no, we are not cannibals. How can we eat you know, the flesh and the blood of a man, a human being? And they all left him. And only the disciples remained there. And he just looked at them, said, you want to go? You can go. He said, I'm not going to change my mind. And Peter said, you have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? So there is nowhere we can go because you have the words of eternal life. So you can look here how powerful that word is. In the, uh, in the scriptures, you know, from the beginning till the end, God, when God created the universe, he used his word. And when Jesus came here on earth, he came as a word. There was a word in the beginning, and the word was with God, and the word was God, the incarnation. Remember this history, the Middle Age Machiavellian, where they said matter, everything, everything that is considered as a matter is inferior to spiritual. And what is spiritual is good, material is evil. And St. Augustine came and said, no, look at the mystery of incarnation where God assumed human flesh in human being. That means to hallow our body, to show that our body is sacred. Not only our soul, even our body is sacred. Our body is holy. That's why St. Paul says, we are the temple of Christ. So he falsified. He said, no, this is not true. Because we are bearers 
and we are also the dwelling place of the word of the Lord by being righteous because we have been saved by the body and blood by his suffering on the cross. So we are holy. And that what makes us holy because the word of the Lord dwells in us. So the call to each one of us is to put in action, you know, the, the word that we listen. Not only to carry it, but also to put it in action. The dogmatic constitution on the, divi on the divine revelation, Dei Verbum of the Vatican II, urges all Christians saying that, you know, before we proclaim the word of the Lord, we ourselves must have had the experience of the word of the Lord. We must have had the experience. We must feel it. It must be active. It must be alive first in ourselves. Then we do this by reading, listening, studying the scriptures. St. Jerome said, says, ignorance of the scripture is ignorance of Christ. So that word of the Lord must be active and alive in us. That's why in a letter to the Hebrew chapter 4 says, the word of the Lord is active and alive. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. The word of the Lord is powerful. So in this time of Lent, how can we be able to make it meaningful, the word of the Lord? How can we put it in action? Lent is a call to action to each one of us. Not only to listen, but also to transform it. Because today is we uh, remember transfiguration. We must transform our lives from the event, the temporary event on the mountaintop to what is perpetual, to the heavenly Jerusalem by the word of the Lord. So let us ask the Lord in this Eucharistic celebration to give us the grace and the blessings we need, especially, you know, looking, trying to look at everything through the word of the Lord. There are news, there are medias, there are politics who try to influence and shape our views, our thoughts, and also our ideas. But we have the word of the Lord. You know, policies and politics, they come today and they disappear tomorrow because society is changing. The whole world is changing. That does not change, that remains forever, is always the word of the Lord. Matthew chapter 24, Jesus says, Heaven earth will pass away, but my word remains forever. And this is also what the second reading, St. Paul says, Christ has destroyed death and then illuminated immortality that we may live forever because we have the word of the Lord. So let us thank the Lord in this Eucharistic celebration for the word he has given us and then through the word that we have been saved. We have been made holy. We have been made the temple of Christ that we may be able to keep it and also be able to share it with our brothers and sisters, especially putting it into action and making it meaningful, especially in this time of Lent. Amen.